Hello and welcome to episode 41 of The Modern Manager. I'm your host, Mamie Canfor-Stewart. So I had a whole episode on -on one-on-ones planned for this week, but I had a really incredible experience working with the team yesterday and I decided to share what we did and what came out of it right now because it was just awesome. And the one-on-one episode will air in a couple weeks from now, so you can stay tuned for that if that topic is particularly exciting for you. But for today, let me set up some background first. One of the teams I'm coaching recognized that their 2019 goals and their workload was a lot. And when I mean a lot, I mean really like a lot. Too much for them to accomplish with all of the excellence that they really desire to achieve given their current resources and ways of working. So we spent a few hours exploring opportunities to transform how the team does its work with the hopes of finding some new opportunities to streamline their activities and pick up some extra hours each week. What happened was way more exciting than that. And this is one of the reasons why I love working with teams because they surprise me. People are amazing. And when you give them the opportunity to think creatively and critically about the work they're doing, it's just cool stuff that they come up with and people can really solve their own problems. So without further ado, let's get to it. You're listening to The Modern Manager, a podcast dedicated to helping you be a rock star boss with a thriving team. Whether you're looking to upgrade your meetings, cultivate your team, or grow as a leader, this podcast is for you. Now here's your host, Mamie Canfor-Stewart. One of Stephen Covey's seven habits of highly effective people is to sharpen the saw, to take a pause from doing the work to improve how the work is being done. With so much to do, we can easily feel like we don't have time to stop and reflect, and it just is creating more work for ourselves if we have to redesign processes and come up with new ways of working. But at the end of the day, that's actually exactly what we need to do, because the way that we work becomes outdated if we don't keep it fresh. Pausing to reflect on how you work and then implementing changes to streamline are critical to doing the work itself, and it will have a ripple effect into your team. Not only will you be more efficient and free up time for other important efforts, but your team members will likely feel better and more energized and engaged at the end of this whole process. Some, of course, will have a hard time with the changes, but most will be enthusiastic because they'll no longer be frustrated by those pain points in the system, and they'll have greater ownership over the process itself, and they'll have time to do new things or just be less stressed and overwhelmed in general. So the team I was working with serves internal stakeholders in a pretty sizable business. They are responsible for ensuring all the products, labeling, and messaging meet the government regulations and safety standards. It's complicated stuff, as I've learned by working with them over the past 18 months. Regulation is constantly changing. A single word variation can render a claim false or illegal. And there are even issues where two claims separately are fine, but if they're next to each other on a single package, That's an issue. And it's not just the company's finished products. It's also raw materials and allergen listings from their vendors that have to be reviewed every year. Plus, this company operates in multiple countries, each of which has different regulations and standards and requirements. So I think you get the idea about the complexity of their work. We had two hours on the calendar, and of course, we wanted to use the time together optimally. So as pre-work, the team leader asked each person to estimate the amount of time they spend doing their different activities. 
This was gathered and presented in aggregate so the team could see the overall percentages of time spent, highlighting which areas have the potential to give back more time. A 10% reduction on an activity that takes 10 hours per week means you'd get a whole hour back. But if an activity takes two hours per week, to get that same one hour, you'd need to reduce it by 50%. Usually, but not always, it's more likely to get significant time wins from streamlining big areas of work rather than small ones. I also shared as pre-work a slide deck on hacking your team's productivity, which includes 10 ways to enable your team to rethink their ways of working to make them more efficient and effective. I'm not going to go in-depth on each of those different approaches right now. I talked about some of them in episode 19, Time Methods, Mindsets, and Approaches, which I will link to in the show notes. But here's a list of the 10 approaches, and if you're a member of the Modern Manager community, you can get the slide deck as this week's episode guide. The 10 approaches are... Number one, bundle. Number two, standardize. Number three, time block. Four, improve your skills. Five, automate. Six, replace. Seven, delegate. Eight, rotate. Nine, reduce. And 10, rejuvenate. Between the workload percentages and these approaches to streamlining, everyone entered the room with a baseline understanding of how the team might redesign its processes. Now here's what we did over the course of two hours. After starting with the check-in and getting everybody's voice heard in the room, along with a review of the agenda and desired outcome, we spent a few minutes reflecting on the results and clarifying what was in and out of scope for the day's session. This team is quite large, and within it, there are some activities that almost everyone does or at least can do, and some that are highly specialized. We agreed to focus on streamlining those activities that multiple people engage in and that are a decent percentage of the overall workload. We put up a list of areas of work on flip charts and hung them around the room. For this portion, we didn't limit the areas based on the criteria I just mentioned. There were about five big areas of work and a number of subsets of those. Everyone had a chance to brainstorm quietly and write down two different things on sticky notes, which they then added to the appropriate flip chart. Now, if you were doing this with a virtual team, you could do this on a Trello board or in a Google Doc. The two brainstorm prompts were, number one, what is currently working well that we don't want to change or that we can learn from? And number two, what's not working? What pain points exist? What takes a lot of time or more time than it should? What processes are overly complicated? After the quiet brainstorming, we walked through each chart by giving people a minute to read all of the stickies and ask clarifying questions and add any new thoughts. Once we made it through all the charts, I asked each person to pick one pain point which they had an idea for a solution. The pain point could be something that they work on, but it doesn't have to be. And their ideas for a solution could be a total transformation or a more incremental change. They can reference the productivity concepts from the pre-work, or how things are done at other places where they've worked before, or how other teams work. Really anything at this point can inspire them. After a few minutes of thinking and writing down their pains and solutions, we went round robin presenting the ideas to the group. Each person had to share what pain they wanted to address and what their idea was for the solution. This was the time for listening without judgment. Only clarifying questions could be asked. While people shared, I kept track of the pains and solutions on a whiteboard, making a list of all of the ideas, and we ended up with about nine. What was amazing was that some of the ideas shared led into questions about why we were doing this work to begin with. One discussion I would summarize like this. We have a challenge with tracking when customer requests are complete. 
people aren't complying with our agreement about marking down when things are closed. So one person ends up spending a lot of time trying to track down when the work is complete and updating the tracking spreadsheet. The original solution proposed was, can't we just stop tracking completion? And the group then got into an interesting discussion. Why are we trying to track completed work to begin with? Well, to gauge customer satisfaction with how fast we're completing work. Next clarifying question. Have we ever done anything with that data? Response? Not really, because we haven't been able to track consistently. Next clarifying question. Is there another way to get to customer satisfaction? Maybe through a survey? At that point, this was now leading away from clarifying questions into solution finding. And so we put a pin in it and we said, okay, this problem around tracking still needs to be solved, but we're not going to solve it right now. But it was really powerful to watch the team question its own behaviors and get to the root of the situation. Why are we tracking? And is there a better way to get to the same outcome? Another issue that someone raised was how requests come in. There's a shared email inbox that internal stakeholders can email when they need something. The issue was first described as a problem with the triage process for how incoming items are handled, divvied up, and responded to initially. But after a few minutes, it turned into a much more robust issue that linked back to that earlier problem about tracking closed requests. The whole idea of accepting requests by email was questioned, and the idea of an online portal was raised. This is how the IT department takes requests, so why couldn't we copy their approach, which also has help articles on the portal, as well as a back-end ticketing system and tracking system? We paused there to keep moving, but I was so excited because this idea could transform how the team works and eliminate dozens of smaller issues that had been previously identified, like stakeholders submitting incomplete information in their emails, requiring back and forth that was just taking up more time. And while a new portal might be a high-cost endeavor in both time and money, many of the other ideas they came up with were low-cost, only requiring a few hours of time and some good communication. For example, another issue that was raised was incoming requests are always marked as rush by their customers. But if everything is rushed, then really nothing is rushed. So the proposal was to come up with a few reasons why something qualifies for being rushed and then set standards for other timings for non-rushed items. And then they just need to communicate that clearly so that their stakeholders know what to expect and can plan accordingly. There was a reference made to postage as an example. If you want something FedExed overnight, you have to pay more money. So therefore, you have to get your manager to sign off that it's an imperative that the item must be delivered the next day, and it cannot wait three to five days. They also referenced the finance department that only cuts checks on Wednesdays. And everyone knows that if you put your request in for a check on Thursday, you've got to wait a week, unless there's an imperative that the check be sent sooner. No one in the company pushes back on those policies or practices. And this team can do the same. This was particularly exciting because they pushed back on some of the behaviors of their stakeholders, which I'd heard them complain about previously, but which they had said there really wasn't anything they could do about it. And now they were saying, yes, there was something they could do. And they felt empowered to design the processes and tools that worked best for them, which at the end of the day would also work best for their customers. So after all the ideas were captured, we dot voted. Each person got three votes in this case, and we identified the top four ideas the group wanted to pursue. And then we broke into smaller teams and fleshed out those ideas with the following questions. What pains exactly are we trying to address? What does the solution look like? What resources are needed? What questions need to be answered or what information needs to be gathered? And what are the next steps? 
And this is pretty much where we ended the session. I walked away so enthusiastic because I could not have imagined how much progress this team was going to make and that this was where they were going to end up. In just a few hours of time, the group was able to totally rethink how they work. And while they've got a way to go to implement any of these changes, they're on a totally new path, which over the course of this year could have exponential impact on their team and the business as a whole. So how might your team rethink its processes and ways of working? What are the pain points that you've been ignoring or just dealing with because you're so busy doing the work, you haven't found the time to address those pains? Or maybe you've been submitting to those pains thinking there just isn't anything that we can do about it, like this team had said about their rush problem. To help your team reflect on its ways of working, this week's mini guide instead is the facilitator's agenda and notes that I used when I facilitated this meeting, which you can use with your team. The full guide available to members of the Model Manager community is the pre-work slide deck I mentioned with 10 productivity hacks to help your team streamline its work. You can get the free mini guide at mamieks.com slash mini guides, or it's in your email if you already subscribe to my newsletter. And you can get the full guide, which is that slide deck, when you join the community on Patreon at patreon.com slash modernmanager. And lastly, I would love to work with your team to reimagine how you work. So please reach out to me if you want to explore how we might work together. All of those links and my contact information are in the show notes. Until next time. Meetings are one of the most critical components of healthy collaboration, and teams are at the heart of how we work. Meteor helps you use your time in meetings productively, build healthy relationships with your colleagues, and move work forward. To learn how we do it, visit meteor.com. That's M-E-E-T-E-O-R.com. You've been listening to The Modern Manager. You're already becoming a rock star boss of a thriving team. I can tell. To ensure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player and join the mailing list at mamieks.com slash podcast. That's M-A-M-I-E-K-S dot com slash podcast to get show notes and other special content delivered directly to your inbox. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.